Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Ricardo. How is life? I'm doing pretty well. We were walking in the hallway earlier, and we had a discussion again about this greeting. So someone said to you, how are you? How are you? And I answered, how are you? (laughs) And then I was looking at you, trying to find an explanation (laughs) of of what's that supposed to... I mean, how are you supposed to answer to it? So then you asked me, and I said, you should have answered first and then asked the question. I learned. should have said... So let's practice. Yes. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well. So that's how it should have went. So you need to find this person who works here in the building and, and apologize and say, I'm well. <laughs> I'm so good at apologizing. I will do that. All right. Well, uh, glad we're together again here. And it's a holiday weekend uh-huh. in a sense here. It's the unofficial. So Monday is sort of like the unofficial end of summer in this area, but not really. When is the end of summer? September 22nd in okay. the Northern Hemisphere. Right. Okay. So please don't tell me that summer is over until September 22nd at the very least. Exactly. I want to call like November. <laughs> and then we have what you call the Indian summer that we call it the St. Martin summer, which okay. happens in Spain also which is in October when we are already getting ready to call it off, then we get three, four days of good weather. I know. And it happens everywhere. It's the best. Love it. We have a great gospel today. Mm -hmm. We are reading from Mark's gospel after this long summer of August readings from Bread of Life discourse from John. Now we went back to Mark. So we are reading sequentially now. We are reading, taking up the gospel today where we left it last week. What's the chapter and verse? Mark chapter 7, verses 31 to 37. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears, and spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned, and said to him, Ephetha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear, and the mute speak. 
Did I say that word correctly, by I, the way? I don't think you did, but... How would you say it? I'm so much nicer than you correcting. <laughs> Efata. Thank you. It reminds me of a, of a great joke I saw the other day in the, in the listserv that we both uh, belong to from the canon law yes. uh, world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person that explained that joke about Latin and saying that this group of priests went to the bishop somewhere 20 years ago saying... It's okay to change the mass to English, but at least keep the Kyrie in Latin when Kyrie is Greek. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, Ephata, be be open. I think that's the great core message of this gospel is is part of what we should preach week in and week out. Be open. It's it's one of the things that Jesus will insist in, in many ways. What obstacles we place to being open, open to God's will, open to the promptings of the Spirit, open to the signs of the times. I think this is a great gospel. What I think about is something that you've talked about, I think at Easter at certain points, but it's going back to the beginning. You know, it's it's a fresh start. It's a new day. And here there's there's that connection to the gift of creation. There, there's a connection here to really the Garden of Eden, really that, that place of being at peace with God here. And it's just that, that touch. There's no mention of mud here necessarily. In one of the other Gospels, there's exactly. a mention of actually mm-hmm. putting mud there, not in this particular one, but I think of that, of course. But, but Because there is a reference, this, the, the groaning of Jesus, that's a reference to Genesis also. Yeah. And, and put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, touch his tongue. It's, it's the connection is there. In the other Gospels, it will be more clear that it's a reference because to the to the original mud. Yeah. Exactly right. So what happens is he spoke plainly. I, I love that description as well. Spoke plainly, spoke clearly. You know, if we've been touched by a relationship with Jesus Christ, if we've been touched with God, how do we then use that gift to speak? Even if it's not, it doesn't seem to be plain, but or or if it is plain, how do we use a gift to speak to others? to do the same message that Jesus is trying to proclaim. How do we do that then as we speak, as we go out into the world and really that call? Yeah, I love that description. And we know many people who speak. We don't know that many who speak plainly. <laughs> exactly. Plainly means that you are clearly understood, that you don't, you don't spend time on flowery language that then nobody knows what you are saying. It's, it's a, an interesting miracle that could apply to many of us. They can be a little harsh about it at points, but I think that there's an important point there, and I think there's a challenge there of uh, St. Francis de Sales would say this, and there are many other saints who actually would really challenge us on how we use our words. Are you engaging in idle conversation or an idle, idle gossip, of course, but just idle conversation, but really they're kind of intense about how we use energy to talk. And I think there's something to that that we could we could really consider as we, I think, don't always think about what we say and why we're saying it. I would say also, it's time that we see a miracle in the gospel. Let's preach in such a way that we don't deny Jesus's ability to perform these miracles. I always worry, especially you remember the in August, end of July, the multiplication of the of the fish, and that some people interpreted it in such a way that then we diminished the, the, the miracle, and it happened. Here, I think the gospel tries to tell us more than that and, and see the detail about how the miracle happened. Jesus is the Son of God. He could have done this in any way, but he had to touch and he had to, to spit on his finger, which is uh, kind of interesting, right? Right. The Ephata also, as you as you well know, is part of the uh, baptism, right? Yes, the ritual of baptism. It's a it's a lovely prayer. Plus, you touch the ears of the child and the mouth of the child, and and by that point, the child is completely annoyed with you, and then you <laughs> still do that, right? To remind, it's a reference to this miracle, obviously. We and we pray, may the Lord touch your ears and your mouth, so that you can proclaim. 
You can hear in his due time, word, his and, word, and proclaim. Yeah, yeah, beautiful prayer. It is. It's a very beautiful prayer. I enjoy it as well. And it's funny if if the baby happens to have been crying the whole time, which, mm -hmm. by the way, I love. It's a sign of a healthy baby. Mm -hmm. But uh, everybody kind of snickers that <laughs> we bless the ears and the mouth because it's uh, usually does not quiet them. It might once you once you touch them, but yeah. I need to tell you this: best practices for priesthood or or de deaconhood. Do you know why children cry during baptism? It's usually at lunchtime when we do it. So That's on one possibility. Yes. But I discovered once that they cry, especially when water goes into their ears. Oh. So if you make sure that when you are baptizing, you, you block the ear, mm. I can tell you 95% of my baptisms, the child doesn't cry. Oh, interesting. I did not know you that. You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. So now you know. But they're still hungry. <laughs> they still might cry. <laughs> but but I, I would take notice now to pay attention and see and see if you uh, agree in a, in a few weeks. I will ask you again. All right. I'll report back to you on that. What a beautiful prayer today. Be open. And, and that would be the prayer, a prayer for all of us. And, and not only in faith, in life in general. Be open. Be, be, be in that attitude of openness to, to creation, to others, to God acting in your life, to the signs of the time. I think it's a beautiful gospel. I think it is, too. And I, I want to mention, too, just the, the great gift that we have here in, in Milwaukee, but just in the Church of the Deaf community, the Deaf Catholic community. Mm -hmm. And we have some priests who specifically work with them and, and live with them and minister with them in uh, their sacramental life. And um, just a, a real beautiful gift and just a real gift to the church. And I think of them especially today as we hear this gospel. So... It was good. The people were exceedingly astonished, and I hope I'm astonished by a really good conversation here. He has done all things well, which is what my mother thinks about me. <laughs> hope the Lord says that about all of us, though. You know, Hopefully. About you and us and, and mm -hmm. all of us as we go out and we, we live this, this gospel. So be open, Philip. Yes, you too. you too. I will do my best. How about we go on with our day, and we'll come back again next week. See you next week. All right, take care. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.